This is episode 62. In this episode, you'll meet Martin Sanchez. Learn how changing his major in college led to being a business owner today. He's the owner and creator of Amor Kombucha. Learn how he's changing up this 2,000-year-old drink by adding some Latin-inspired flavors. I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, hello. I'm Giselle Martin, and this is Relate and Elevate. Bienvenidos. It's a podcast where Latinx business owners share stories of cultural identity and entrepreneurship. I believe consumers want to support businesses they relate to because it gives them a sense of community. Also, join me on my business mindfulness series where I share business tips and activities that will help you grow and sustain your business. So please subscribe to Relate and Elevate to learn more about closing the cultural gaps in the marketplace. Welcome to another episode of Relate and Elevate. I wouldn't want to spend my Friday night with anyone else, but with <laughs> talking about kombucha, right? So yay. <laughs> uh, it's a good, good topic. Yeah, it's a great topic. Um, it's actually one of those things that you really learn to love once you really learn more about it. But would you mm-hmm. like to introduce yourself before we start talking about that fun stuff? Yeah, thank you. Well, first of all, thanks for having me on. Um, it's a pleasure and an honor for sure. Um, so my name is Martin Sanchez. I'm the owner and founder of Amor Kombucha. So nice meeting everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so before we start talking about how you got into all that, let's get to know you a little bit better. Okay. Um, ask you some questions. Um, what's your favorite food? Oh God, that's a tough one. Um, so lately I've done some switch ups on my diet. Um, so I like, I'm more like plant-based. I, I don't think I'm vegan or vegetarian by means, but like I have noticed a difference. Um, uh, let me see. That's tough. I still enjoy my tacos. Like I'm very basic. Like I like my tacos or my enchiladas for my mom. So I'll go, I'll go mm-hmm. with something like that. So this is my favorite. So now that you switched it up, what are your favorite kind of tacos? There's so many vegetables you can put in tacos. There's, there's, there's like this local restaurant here in Stockton. If everyone, anyone comes, checks it out in Stockton, California. It's called Cast Iron Trading Company. They do like the best Brussels sprout tacos. Mm. Super spicy and super good. Like I'll, I'll pick those over the meat ones. That's how good they are. It's crazy. Damn, that sounds good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. What was the last book you read? Oh, so right now I'm almost done with this. So I, I'll consider that's like my last book um, is a Seat of Your Soul. It's a pretty, pretty interesting book. It talks about a lot of different topics, uh, mm-hmm. more about like being more soul based and spirit led versus like personality and like artificial type of stuff. Like it talks about everything like reverence and purpose and pursuit of like different things and how to tie that into your life. So I like very, uh, I get into a lot of like spiritual things. So this is like uh, very, oh, it makes you think a lot. It, it I makes like you that. Think, yeah. It talks about uh, the power of intention. And mm. yeah, and I would that totally read that book. Out. Yeah. It's a, it's a good read. It's yeah. you like it. Yeah. It I, makes you I rethink a lot of different things and how you approach them and um, just how to take every day different, especially in business. Like you like, do you have to like think things through a little bit differently before you make decisions? So it makes you, yeah. Of, yeah. Like what's the, 
what's like where that decision is coming from it makes you question your intention so it's it's kind of cool i would totally like that book i overthink (laughs) things i think things way too much more than most people but for me i don't think it's too much i think it's the right amount of (laughs) the right amount of thinking (laughs) yeah and i like that i i do think I do think that everything is about like energy as an energy exchange, especially in Mm -hmm. business. Um, Yeah. yeah. Business is all about like transactions and you're exchanging something, but more than anything, Mm -hmm. you're exchanging energy. Yeah. yeah. And even if you break down the word like currency, like money, current, like you're you're just just like a flow of money, like money Mm -hmm. has to flow. It's a current. Mm -hmm. So like, so yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. Uh, It's a good book though, for sure. I, uh, I've been reading a lot of different books I just have been having sitting here during quarantine. <laughs> so like just trying to get to my list or like my bookshelf and actually read some of them. So it's been, it's been fun. Oh, cool. Yeah. So what's your favorite color? Uh, red. Red? Why do you yeah, like, red. Red like why do you like red? Red, it's just attention grabbing. Like it's right away. It makes you stop. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like obviously like the, the thing. Um, also, I just like, like like red on my clothes or shoes or I don't know. It's just, I just like the color, like mm. grew up liking it. So, mm. yeah. And also like, just like a uh, sport teams that I grew up watching or like liking just mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. Like the, I don't know. Well, you, you probably can't see it in the video, but like people are listening, but even though more sign like is red, the lights, the neon, like it's yeah. It's just like, yeah. It's just yeah, like you red. said red and black. I'm like, Oh, yeah. your logo is red yeah. and black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, what's the last song you listened to? Oh God! Uh, let me check my music. Uh, the last one I listened to is probably—it's actually off this new album that just came out last night. It's called Deep Reverence, so it's Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle. So it's like a hip hop song. Ooh, I like Big Sean. I'll yeah. probably go look yeah. it up. <laughs> it's a good—it's a good album. He talks a lot about uh, mental health, but like in a healthy approach. Mm. So, so it's a good topic. Big Sean totally talks about all the big topics. He talks about money, generational wealth, breaking the cycles, and now he's talking about mental health. Damn, that I'm, I'm impressed. I like it. That's one of the reasons why I like him. He has a way deeper meaning than what a lot of people, or I don't know, maybe a lot of people realize. Yeah, music's a powerful vessel for sure. Yeah, yeah. If you can meet one person, dead or alive, who would that be? Oh, that's easy. Uh, Nipsey Hussle. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got I got close to meeting him once. It was at uh, ComplexCon in LA, like at this conference mm-hmm. thing. Um, he walked right past me, but I missed it. Like I was like, I didn't realize it till later. But like we used to go to, uh, so me and my partner Ruby, we used to go, well, we still go all the time to, to his store in Crenshaw and Slauson. Like he has his like store where in this neighborhood where he, grows up, where he grew up. Um, so we've always gone in there, like we met his brother and like different people like that, that mm-hmm. work out of the store. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for sure. That's the one person just because um, I learned a lot of my business approach from him or at least like how um, he took business into his own hands. Like he, he preached a lot about ownership and mm-hmm. um, giving back to your community and he did it in such different ways. So yeah, that's the, for sure. Just someone like that. And that's the reason I'm actually reading the book. That was one of his favorite books. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, pretty cool stuff. Tell us something that only a handful of people know about you. <laughs> I guess my, my childhood nickname, I guess, Martian. Martian? So that, yeah, no, well, I guess people only grew up with me, knew that one. Like Where did that come school. from? 
just I think it was like uh, I don't remember honestly. I think it was like the cartoon. Like they just translated. So my name's Martin, but Marvin the Martian. So people used to call me like Martin. So like Martin the Martian. So they just tweaked it. So they used to call me Martian. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that's a random little fact. Yeah. <laughs> So now we're going to get to talking about um, identity and business. So how do you self-identify? Um, identify as a um, first-generation Mexican-American, Latino male, for sure, uh, here in the U.S. So, um, yeah, identity is a, a very interesting thing just because um, as I get older and growing up here in the U.S. and, like, I was the first one to go to college, I was the first one to do a lot of different things in my, not only in my immediate family, but even in my extended family. Mm -hmm. So, so I ran into a lot of those things where like, um, what's that? What's the word I'm looking for? Like, uh, imposter syndrome, you know, people call it that. Mm -hmm. Um, you, 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 you run into like, a, um, I don't want to say identity crisis, but like just trying to identify, like, I think the, the Latin experience or like, like, for example, I'll speak for myself, like the Mexican American experience is very unique in a sense of, we're bicultural, um, mm. you know what I mean? Like we're first gens are raised here, we're born here. We, we understand somewhat of our culture, but then if you do more history and like reading you do on like what, what you don't learn growing up in schools or there's also like that thing where like me, like with my, um, my parents, like I, you know, try to get as much wisdom as from my grandparents or things like that. But um, there's not really like that open dialogue with like, for example, my father. So, like, for example, with that comes in, like, lack of knowledge. So, like, I have to dig deep on, like, all right, where did this come from? Or where do these behaviors come from? Or, like, mm -hmm. uh, or like uh, but, yeah, yeah, for sure, identity, that. Um, and it just, um, culturally, it just means, like, a lot to me. Like, for me, like, my business, um, a mantra that I use a lot is uh, endure, conquer, and inspire. Just because everyone i think and like i think back even no matter you know you don't have to be doing business to inspire someone i just think it's mm -hmm. the everyday stories are crazy like how people are still out here doing their thing every day um and conquering those battles every day and mm -hmm. still like being selfless and giving back to people or you know if you go to someone's home they'll still be super humble off your meal like that has never changed so like to me that's always been like how powerful like the love in our culture is so mm -hmm. um for me that's why it means a lot to me what does the term cultural identity mean to you? Cultural identity. I think it's just um, identifying with your roots. Hmm. Like what grounds you, what, what like where you're rooted, rooted at, like what, what you do things for. Um, or like not necessarily do things for, but like understanding historically like where you come from. Yeah, and sometimes our roots are far, <laughs> like why? Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. They could and be to deep me, and wide. <laughs> oh, very deep and wide for sure. Yeah, it's just understanding. It's crazy. Like, um, there's some. Uh, I met someone um, that has her own business as well, um, and it was just funny. One time, um, it was just like at some event in the Bay, and then random, they were like, "Yeah, you know, I forgot the number." She's like, "Only a certain amount of our ancestors have to survive for us to be here today." like like our indigenous ancestors like and i was like yo that's crazy like i forgot the number it was like 2000 and some change and it wasn't like a lot you think about it right it's not a lot of people to survive but then that's how like most like a lot of like mexican americans are here today because we're like we're like mestizos you know we're mixed like there's so much yeah it's just crazy like once you go into like the timelines of stuff in history it's yeah but like cultural identity for me for sure just 
understanding of my even like more immediate roots like my grandfather and my grandmother how they were business owners in their town and how they had they had their own things going on um on mm. livestock they had their own gardens they had you know they they basically provided for themselves and and my like my mom and um my my uncles and stuff like that so just where? understanding that where um so they're from um Araro, Michoacan. so mm-hmm. it's close to like morelia mm-hmm. so like the the state yeah Mm. yeah yeah so it's pretty cool yeah i mean we come from people who are very entrepreneurial and we don't use that term in our culture at all but like it's true i mean when you like create something from nothing and you make a living out of it that's being an entrepreneur Mm -hmm. but most people's idea of an entrepreneur is some like really really wealthy rich white dude sitting at top of some huge 57 floor corporate like a whole yeah yeah (laughs) like an enterprise yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. no i think that's the thing too i think you don't we don't see that because we're not you know i didn't grow up with that term like entrepreneur grew up with like a business household and i love the spanish version of of it though like do you know how to say entrepreneur in espanol emprendedor yeah and in, and yeah. that has the word yeah. prender like yeah turn to turn on, on. Yeah. like that's what we do we turn on our batteries every day and just go <laughs> right yeah yeah i remember the first time i heard that too i'm like that's pretty cool it sounds better than entrepreneur to me yeah it does i like it yeah, way better it gives you more of like a purpose of meaning like oh i gotta turn it on again today turn it on turn it on so mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's it's a good term for sure mm-hmm. so tell us about your business um, how did it all come about? Uh, yeah. What what do you sell? Um, yeah, yeah. Like a quick, I'll give you a quick pitch. Uh, so yeah, so so once again, the name of the the company is Amor Kombucha. So the kombucha. Uh, so those the origin. I'll t- first, I'll tell you what kombucha is, and I'll kind of tell you, um, or for your listeners, right? Not everyone's familiar. Um, so kombucha is a so fermented we'll all tea. be kombucha experts after this <laughs> <laughs> yeah even at least you'll know what it is right you'll uh, get your yeah, um, yeah. unofficial yeah. certification <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so kombucha it's a really cool drink very very uh very unique beverage it's it's a fermented tea so once you so basically it starts off as sweet tea you once you once you ferment it and things like that it, it, over time it turns into this bubbly like lightly carbonated um very I want to say it depends on like my my kombucha is different so like traditionally speaking it's like this tart like a um, little bit sour sweet drink um but mm-hmm. it, it just it's a tea base so traditionally it's made with like black or green tea but the the kombucha itself it used to be known as like the elixir of life so it brings like mm. really great health to your immune system uh which right now is like a huge thing right uh, so like right now just backed off of like science like hard fact like data the support to the immune system is probably one of the biggest things that's been found due to some, um, so like not to get like too geeky, but like the, on like the organic acids, there's mm-hmm. like what they call acetic acid. That's like beneficial. Um, also to, um, it helps with like, it does have like live bacterial strains depending mm-hmm. on the kombucha. Right. Um, so I'm kombucha is still live and raw. So we don't like, um, we don't tamper with it at any, at, by any means. So we keep it like it's natural product. Right. Mm-hmm. So it does, it keeps it like, you get all the benefits. Um, and also it's really high in antioxidants and vitamin C and vitamin B12. 
So a lot of people sometimes get like a nice little uplift from it, like even like a mood boost. So mm-hmm. it's a really good drink. Yeah. But yeah. Most so of the there's time, no you know, like just like what's called the distilling process or steaming process. That's what happens a lot. Yeah. Like, with like beer or something like you ferment the things whatever mm-hmm. the oats or the whatever grains, yeah. yeah the uh-huh. grains they ferment them but then they go through this distillery process where they steam it the same with tequila right it's fermented but then mm-hmm. they distill it the same with a lot of things but this is yeah. live this doesn't yeah. go through that heating process it's there. no you could do that right because there's like um there's reasons for some people to do that they you know they want like more cleaner like filtered drink um mm-hmm. for me i'll filter it but it's not like pasteurized it mm-hmm. just, just so some of that stuff doesn't come through to your bottle basically mm-hmm. um so because there's like um like these byproducts that come from the tea that just start you know like it's normal like little things that just come like it's like um like the from the mother like the culture that ferments it so mm-hmm. so um yeah it, it's a very natural very very good drink um it's a lot of people uh, have been enjoying it for a long time it's been around for over two thousand years so the origins are from like china so mm-hmm. the funny story behind the name kombucha is kombu is the name of like this medicine man and mm-hmm. i forgot the dynasty name of it but cha, cha is tea in chinese so like mm-hmm. so so it's kombucha right so this doctor is said to have like cured an emperor from like some illness with this tea mm-hmm. so 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 that's kind of where the origin story is like it's mm-hmm. kind of rough it's a long time right um mm-hmm. but yeah it has a really cool history about like how that that the because you know kind of like a lot of different things like how you make yogurt and things like that all those cultures have to get passed on you can't mm-hmm. just make one out of thin air um so like these cultures have been passed on all over the world and like there's a they all have different names like in russia there's some in mexico like i met people like that have been making it over there for a long time it's just it's really mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. yeah so so um it's a really cool drink has a lot of history um so the way i came about amor kombucha is because um I so I studied business, but I switched my major to nutrition when I was going to college. Um, so I majored. I ended up getting my degree in nutrition. Uh, but during that time, I've always had like the aspiration to open up a business. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what. Right. So I'm like, I was like this weird. I was like the guy who went out of my way to like these small mom mom and pop stores to find kombucha because I actually I liked it, but nobody knew what it was at the time. This is like two thousand. This is two thousand nine, two thousand eight. Oh. So. What what made you switch from business to nutrition? I so I had like my own like health journey. Um, mm-hmm. So you know I was really overweight. Then I had a friend who introduced me to like the paleo diet, and then like mm-hmm. also introduced me to like CrossFit and other type of gyms. And then from there, like I noticed like how much the diet changed. Like even it got rid of my allergies. Like here in the central mm-hmm. allergy allergies are bad, but I didn't have them no more. And I just experienced all these positive benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Just from diet alone like mm-hmm. i wasn't really taking supplements or anything like that and then um and then i was like well what is this doing to me right so I, like i went in and started doing like research and like reading books and like doing all like my you know just really intrigued on it like what did mm-hmm. it do to me right mm-hmm. so from there i got really like i have like so much nutrition stuff like and i was like why am i even studying business like i love nutrition so like so i mm-hmm. just ended up i ended up just going with my gut and went with like what i wanted to actually do like mm-hmm. what i enjoyed it like like the business stuff, like as well, right? It's needed. Like all that, the just uh, like you know, like the accounting, like the stuff they teach you in school. But I truly love like studying nutrition. So like what it does to someone, like through the life cycle and just everything like that. And then I also did a lot of my research in um, 
your gut health. So kombucha impacts your gut health as well as uh, food insecurities. So like, like food deserts and like com- communities that are not properly served uh, with healthy foods. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. So you also, you learned about the nutrition part, but you also learned about the nutritional or the lack of nutrition education in underserved communities as well. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's, that was a big driver of why I created Amor Kombucha because one, um, I drank this drink, right? And I'm like, okay, I feel like some type of positive effect. Like, oh, there's a reason why I keep coming back to it, right? And you it's have like, to look, go, like, to find it, like, while yeah, you're in college. Yeah, it's not that yeah. easy to find. And as a college student, it's not like you have all this money and all this time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what, that's what made me learn how to make it as well. So I started playing with making it myself, and it's way cheaper to make it. Yeah. Um, so so I started making it myself, and I was like, not the best, right? But over time, I got better. There's um, so but... many things that are way easier to make than to just buy. And, like, yeah. I love cooking. And a lot of the times, I'm like, I could just make this. Or I made yeah. this the other day, and it tastes better. <laughs> yeah, know, like, yeah, I... exactly. Exactly. I think the thing that should make people shy away from kombucha is like the maintenance on it. It's not difficult, but it's keeping up with it. Mm. If not, you'll have like a bunch of kombucha sitting around. I don't not know what to do with it. But uh, it's but, like it's like owning plants or growing uh-huh. plants. Like once you have one, and then you get more and more and more, then it's like you're you're taking care of them, all of them, consistently, right? Like <laughs> yeah. you can't. Also, yeah. you need to take care of the kombucha, right? You can't kill it. You need oh, to yeah. keep it alive. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like a baby for sure. It does need to say time and attention. <laughs> but yeah, so basically, yeah, during college, I did that. And I just started putting a lot of stuff together in my own head. Like, after all the research I was doing and how, um, you know, specifically, you know, like the communities that I was studying was like, just how the diets that we eat, um, the high sugary stuff, the foods that are out and mostly eaten because of convenience. Um, and just so many different things, right? And like how, even just where I grew up, um, I had like a lot more liquor stores and like taco trucks or things like that yeah. than access to a grocery store. So, mm-hmm. and even when I had access to a grocery store, the grocery stores charge you like, like five, $6 for almond milk when you could go get that at Target for like $3. So mm-hmm. they still, these communities are still being exploited, right? Cause mm-hmm. they have no transportation. They have no, it's, it's just so many different issues. But, but for me, I wanted to create, something that one was enjoyable right because obviously has to something has to taste good right you just can't make a, a good product good for you but it doesn't mm-hmm. taste so good so so the challenge was getting down the recipes and my recipes are very latin forward so like i have some with jamaica so like hibiscus is traditionally used in a lot of the drinks i have some mm-hmm. with tamarind the tamarindo is super good um and then i have like the pineapple which are like piña la piñata and then I have like mango, like, you know, very like kind of like aguas frescas, but like mm-hmm. kombuchas, kombuchas, you know. So I'm always playing around with different things to kind of tailor to that, um, that flavor profile. Mm-hmm. But also when I give it to people, um, I do a lot of research on what the ingredients are best in terms of like of where I get my water um, to, to the end result. Like, you know, like what teas I'm getting from, make sure I do my due diligence of sourcing, uh, make sure, you know, where I'm getting my stuff from is ethical. Um, and you but, have organic products, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so kombucha in general, it should be always organic because mm-hmm. it minimizes uh, the, the chance of it being like turned bad. Cause like during the mm-hmm. fermentation process, other stuff could compete and stuff. So, but yeah. Um, 
but yeah, so basically, long story short, the, 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 my approach to kombucha was there's not a lot of, uh, there's a lack of representation for the Latinx community in, mm-hmm. in health and wellness. Like there's mm-hmm. not enough brands that are tailored towards making products for us. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it doesn't necessarily only have to be for us, but it's, you know, like we have the most buying power in the U S um, mm-hmm. one, two, we, there's so many of us in our populations only growing. But three, I wanted to make something accessible um, and enjoyable and also to kind of encourage people to stop drinking so much like soda or like, you know, instead of drinking so much beer and things like that, that were traditionally, you know, yeah, you know, I was going to say always kombucha, exposed to. Yeah, like, kombucha is really it's easy to replace soda with it or it's easy yeah. to be like, here, drink this once a day instead of yeah you know that or, or coca-cola you know, or something like that or or yeah. you, know, you said aguas frescas like you can uh-huh. there's like an easy entryway like mm-hmm. here comes the nutrition but it's max yeah it's masked yeah. by <laughs> yeah and tamarindo and, it, and jamaica flavored yeah yeah exactly it. such a great yes. idea yeah because you we, it's, it's important for us to have more options that and i think too right it's not not saying to take away those things because obviously i understand right i still enjoy like my Coca-Cola every once in a while, like if I'm eating menudo or something, you know? So like, but, but at the same time, um, it's important to have those options where you don't have always, you don't like take in so much sugar because over time yeah. sugar is what causes a lot of those diseases. Um, and also too, just in the Latinx community specifically, we have like a huge epidemic in diabetes. Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of people experience diabetes and there's a lot of stuff that we could control in our daily habits that, that could go against that. Mm-hmm. So, so, so that's like, you know, just education is a huge part of what we, what we do here um, with Amor. So yeah, right now it's kombucha, but for sure it's just something that I enjoyed and I love to drink, but I felt like, you know what, there's something missing out there. Like, why can't I have a tamarindo kombucha? So sometimes it's, it's like, it has a big mission, right? And I want to mm-hmm. be able to showcase, you know, like giving it to people that never would have tried it on their own accord. Like, no, these like, when I when I go do projects or give back to or give kombucha to like our farm workers or, or or you know do tastings in a community where like a bunch of different people just walk up you know like that they, they give out samples for free, it's it's enjoy it's enjoying like it's I enjoy seeing that just because um, I don't think these people would ever would have tried kombucha on their own. It's so interesting that you say that. I mean, it makes sense that you say that because of the lack of access access. Yeah. Um, but at the beginning, you also said that this drink is a, has been around for probably for 2,000 years, but probably more than that. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, that it's been around for such a long time and almost every single person that you know and probably that I know, uh, I would say like 98% of the people that I know that are in my family and my friends and my circle don't drink it <laughs> maybe a little bit more know about it especially because you know i live over here in the peninsula in san francisco yeah. so it's like a little bit more um yeah but still people mm-hmm. still people don't know about it and don't drink it and uh-huh. it's been around for two thousand years like yeah. that hopefully people can see that and see that it's not just something that just happens like oh it's a coincidence yeah. like no this is on purpose like, yeah, it's a very intentional drink for sure. It's yeah, a, like, it's, like you, you yeah. have to put a lot of. It's a labor of love for sure. It takes a lot of it takes time um, and a lot of caring for it for sure. But yeah, you, you know, even like when you brought up the whole, it's how long it's been around, right? Like in the in globally, as we you know, and whatever we have knowledge of, it's been around. 
it's only been in market for over a little over 20 years. So the first bottle I think was sold back in 2005, I want to say, or mm. 2000, something like that. Or like, so it was like something or like 99, I think or something. So, and then, yeah, so it hasn't been that long since it's been around. So um, it's been growing really well over year over year. So that's something that's uh, exciting. And, and that's kind of um, the cool thing is that I, like here in the community in Stockton, um, it's been embraced very well just because I think that oh, either, yeah, they're, they're excited that something's from here as well. So like a, a tagline uh, that I Stockton use here too. Pride. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, <laughs> I'd say it's, it's Echo in Stockton. So I have that on my labels. Like, so it's made in Stockton, but I twist it to say Spanish. Ooh, that's very good marketing. Yeah. <laughs> you know who your target audience is. <laughs> that's very good marketing. When was the first time that you sold or what, when did you sell your first bottle of kombucha? Oh, uh, this was, what are we at? September now. This is probably like a year, five months ago. Oh, so like, okay. so, so it hasn't been that long. Uh, feels like a lifetime ago. Cause you know, this, this, those entrepreneurial journeys are like yeah. quick, quick. And there's a lot yeah. that goes on in, uh, that then 12 months. And, you know, yeah, sometimes I feel, like, <laughs> sometimes I feel, oh, I think this week it was like Tuesday and I was like, wait, is it Friday tomorrow? I'm like, no, it's Wednesday tomorrow. I'm like, damn it. Like so much stuff yeah. happens in yeah. like one or two days that you feel yeah. that like a whole week has passed by. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it, it's a, it's a different time for sure. You get a lot of done, but then you think about it. You're like, hold on. Oh, oh crap. Like a whole year went by already. Uh, but Our yeah, whole uh, concept of time is so distorted now. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's, that's for real. That's for real. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it was about a year or five months ago. We have, there's this local coffee shop, Trail Coffee. Um, so they they were the first ones to support us. They they uh, they, oh, they so invited. Cool. Yeah, we we partnered up. Actually, we did like a little pop up. Um, so they have like a, a coffee shop near a school campus, and we did like a little pop up. It was like on a weekend, and I just brought out like I forgot it was like some kegs, and we just doing like growlers and filling up stuff on the spot or like cups for people. So that was super fun, super cool. We had done like free tastings and stuff for get people's opinions and stuff beforehand. Um, and like, same thing, we, I've done it in like in cafes or other places, but, um, like the first time I actually sold it, uh, was at, was at that pop-up. So that was, that was a pretty fun event. Mm. So it's always been community led since then, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. So you, you talked a little bit about this already, but, um, but how does your culture, your cultural identity affect the way you run your business? Oh, um, you know what? It affects it in a lot of different ways just because although, yeah, kombucha is a product and like the mission is to bring, you know, health and wellness to, to everyone. Right. Um, I think my culture has impacted the way I run it because we're a culture. I like to think at least, you know, historically, like we, the, my culture identity, identity is rooted a lot in values. Uh, like we're, you know, a lot of people are like value, you know, they have values and you have your morals and you have like, your, mm-hmm. your, your you know, I try to bring value into my business and everything I do, right? Like, so when I, when I show people the tamarindo flavor, I call it salud, right? But my intention too is to make, like, I always get in the, like, I call it my lab, right? Like I experiment and do things like that where like, I start like, okay, how do I put this ingredient? Like, why, why am I putting these ingredients together? Right? Like what's the purpose of this flavor? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of work that's done behind the scenes. Right? So the, for example, the tamarindo, it's a black tea that's very high in antioxidants, very good for energy, mental clarity, mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Then tamarindo is really good actually reducing and controlling blood sugar. 
and it has a lot of different benefits uh, as well, like antioxidants and vitamins, etc. Right. But mm-hmm. the and I also add an ingredient in there called chaga. So chaga is a botanical mm-hmm. mushroom. It, it, it used to mm-hmm. be used a lot. It's still used a lot in Eastern medicine. So it's literally you steep it like a tea, and you just I added it in. But it's it's some it has some of the most potent properties in the world for your immune system. Mm. So like it helps you like your cells become more resilient to like just be stronger to fight everyday stuff. And kombucha is really good for stress naturally. So like so it, it's actually a really so like when I when I the reason why I bring that up is because um, I try to put my own twist on our cultural stuff already, but I try to bring it into the next level of like. Um, our evolution right like we could bring that stuff with us but we could make it better for us now right back then we weren't maybe too sure of what we were ingesting or taking in but now like uh for me like having bringing value to our products and our mission is is important for sure yeah so like so that's what i bring from it um just that and also the uh me always being mindful of the community that i uh want to serve and who i want to serve and make sure Mm-hmm. that that i'm also thinking of uh who's being impacted by what right mm-hmm. so like the supply chain um no understanding where i buy stuff from and are those people being properly um mm-hmm. taken care of so there's a lot of stuff that goes into it you know like it, it, it's easy to just sell a product but if you, i, I want to do something very value driven mm-hmm. um you have to consider like all the stakeholders um, yeah so yeah. and that doesn't mean like someone buying stock or like you know there's like like a customer, like, are they happy leaving with, are the, the person that, you know, shipped it off for me, are they doing all right? You know, just things like that. Yeah, like every single person that's involved in creating this one bottle, it's a lot. Yeah. It's not just you and then the customers who buy it. It's where are you buying your tea from? Where are you getting tamarindo from? Where are you getting yep. the bottles from? The labels, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's something that I bring from the culture. It's just always working hard too, just reminding myself it's bigger than me. So it's just, uh, yeah, just working hard for sure. So um, how easy or difficult was it for you to find what you needed to start your business? Actually identifying, getting started and doing stuff like that, like getting hold of like the ingredient stuff wasn't so difficult, but like being specific on like what ingredients to use was difficult mm-hmm. just to make that decision just because once you get something and you like it, you got to kind of stick to it. <laughs> then just making sure you can kind of grow it as well. Yeah. Um, but on, um, honestly, it was, it's pretty tough. You know, I'm not going to lie. It's, it's still tough. Um, having a, a, a business in the, the, the market of like beverage or like consumer packaged goods is not, mm-hmm. it's a, it's a difficult market. It's a difficult business. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I am an avid shark tank watcher, so <laughs> they oh, yeah, always yeah. say that like a beverage taking up space in the beverage world is so hard. And most of the time it's, they don't, they difficult. have though, they have, I think they did give, I think they did invest in like some sort of kombucha or soda, mm-hmm. like nutritional soda replacement type beverage. I think I know what you're time. talking about. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I think it was like an apple cider vinegar drink or something. Yeah. Yeah. But, something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So it, it's, it's a crazy business. Um, just because it takes a lot to grow. Like there's people that choose to be more local, um, and things like that, which is, you know, it's all, you know, I think it's important to know what you're going in for, like yeah. to go in with the purpose, right. 
mm-hmm. um, on like what you actually want from the business, right? And yourself, um, and also respecting your own capacity. But um, yeah, with that being said, yeah, like I remember, uh, so yeah, starting out is crazy because you really don't know and it's not like common knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who do and I even talk to? Who, or I don't even there's know so no many one. choices that you don't even know what, and then you try one out and then it doesn't work or yeah. try something yeah. else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like making kombucha at home to make it to like a full scale business is, it's tricky just because um, taking care of all that, considering a lot of stuff that goes into specifically kombucha that goes into it. Also how like a lot of like counties and like states or like laws, like they all, they're different everywhere, but like each place is different how it handles kombucha. Like yeah. permit, there's no kombucha permit. Like that doesn't exist. Like for here at least. Like because like I think I'm like a pioneer in Stockton to make kombucha like a full scale business. So like I yeah. ran into a lot of that stuff. Um so it's it's like a very interesting space to be in. Um mm-hmm. I'm just grateful to be in it still, to be honest. It's been like a crazy journey and I met a lot of great people. Um and I've been able to uh talk to really good folks, but like you know, going back to the things you were talking about, Shark Tank and how crazy it is, like 99% of businesses in beverage fell the first year. Mm-hmm. And then 95% of them fell in the next like five years. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like, yeah. So wait, you made the, the one year mark. So that's good. So that's a now, blessing. For now sure. you just got to get to the five year mark. <laughs> yeah. It's like well, the yeah. one year you're like, oh my God, I made it. But then now four more years, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, and I start thinking about it. I thought, you like, can you do know, it. You're yeah. Do it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think starting off, I think like kind of just more concrete, like I think it was difficult just because it's not, especially like for someone, you know, like I think about my, my own unique journey, right? Like just, just um, not being exposed to some of this knowledge early in my life or being, having people accessible to, to talk to like, Hey, um, do you know someone that has done this before or this or that, you know, like, or how do I even go about this? Like, do I register under LLC? Do I go under, you know, this, do I go under this? So it's like, yep. it's like a lot, a lot of growing up real quick. Um, so, yeah. so I think it's just, um, yeah, it was tough. I'm not gonna lie. Like even like overpaying for bottles, overpaying for labels. Um, yeah. You learn a lot of stuff real quick. So I think it's, um, it's out there. Right. But it's just like, how do you make, do not make the, uh, the incorrect or like the wrong decision to make sure well, you're still in the game? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's one thing is like, one, you know, you're overpaying, but you don't know that you're overpaying until you actually do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But especially because like you said, like we don't always have people in our circle or in our families who yeah. can mentor us. You are now leading the way for people in your circle and the generations to come, you know, mm-hmm. and that's your opinion. Yeah. Way. So yeah. that's Accurate. important too. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely, it's, a, it's, it's unique. It's also like a blessing at the same time, just cause you are the first one to take some of those blows, but now you have like the knowledge to be like, Hey, like you don't have to go this way. You, there's an easier way. Like even like with some of the tools that you find along the way, like it's yeah. like, Oh, well, I didn't know about this until now. So. But yeah, it's, it's, it's cool for sure. Yeah. And now I'd like to take a little break. Are you ready to pivot in your life or in your business? Do you want to leave one chapter of your life and start a new one? Or is your business booming faster than you can handle and you need some help to rein it all in? 
I can help. My mission is to help you turn your fears into questions and turn your questions into tasks and activities. It's a process that I used to quit my unfulfilling day job and make a living 100% on my own. I no longer work for anybody else to get a paycheck. I work for myself. So contact me to set up an initial consultation and we can set a clear goal or your business goals to get you to where you're supposed to be. What's um, your uh, favorite technological tool that you use for uh, your business? Man, obviously, I'm pretty basic. I don't have anything. I haven't invested in anything crazy just because I can't right now. But um, honestly, I'm just like super. I, I like just use Google to the full extent. Google Sheets, Google, you know, like everything. I track all my stuff on there. Um, you know, just a bunch of stuff like that I love. So, like, my favorite thing to do for the business, like, I love the marketing and branding and, like, design and stuff. So, I, I you know, I like Illustrator, Photoshop, like, mm-hmm. like all that stuff. So, a um, bunch of creative tools. Like, Canva's mm-hmm. a really nice – Canva's a big one. It's a big cheat code if people don't know about it. But yeah. I know it's more popular now, but Canva's a cheat code. Uh, yeah. That thing, that thing if, is super If I got to paid to use Google and Canva, I'd probably own an island somewhere. Cause yeah, yeah, <laughs> I use yeah. it all day, every day, on my yeah. laptop, on my phone. <laughs> That's the beautiful part of it, though. How yeah. it does translate. How it does translate, uh, and it does communicate with other stuff. So I think that's been my favorite thing, and and, and it's just because it allows for easy collaboration too. Um, yeah, so, it's so yeah. easy. So, so yeah. many things, so yeah. many things, and now my kids are using it, like Google Classroom. Um, yeah, exactly. And the things that they're doing, like. <laughs> I my my son's homework for today was to create his little like emoji person. Yeah. <laughs> He's seven. Yeah. I'm like, I just did that for the first time like a few years ago. Like, what the hell? Yeah, yeah. These kids are next level. They're already doing presentations <laughs> like in kindergarten. Yeah, I use that. There's um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I recently so like right now, um, I started my business with a business partner. Uh, but if after a few months in, um, uh, he decided to, to kind of step away from it. So, so I basically took on all like responsibilities. Right. So, but after that, I found Slack. Slack is awesome for communication. So, yes. I started so, using it. Like I so, knew about it, but I just started using it. Yeah. Slack is cool. You can create different channels and remind, like it's, it's, it's a pretty good tool. Uh, pretty cool. And you could like link your Google drive and calendar to it. So mm. it's, it's a pretty cool tool to have, but yeah, I'm pretty low, pretty basic, you know, not nothing too crazy yet. Obviously as I grow, I want to get into like more customer service platforms or like, uh, things like that, but yeah, for sure. Like, or like places to order, um, the kombucha specifically, or maybe create an app like that or something like that. But yeah, tech is tech is cool. Cause you can do so much with it. Yeah. There's also sometimes it could be overwhelming because then, okay, because for me, it like opens up all these doors of possibilities and then I'll sit there for like hours and then it's like one o'clock in the morning and I'm like, oh shit, (laughs) like I just made one flyer. (laughs) No, but it, but it, it helps to get your creativeness going, Uh you know, in a different way. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So if you could have done something different in your business journey with Amor Kombucha, what yeah. would that have been? Not doubt myself in as much in certain efforts or initiatives or, or ideas. Um, also implement ideas faster just because uh, just certain things, right? Like just random. It could be random. Like it could just be like a post. It could be like a, it could be like a merch merchandise idea. It could be um, a community give back thing. Um, yeah. I just more now. So like learned how, like how powerful it is just to go with it. Like if it feels mm -hmm. right to you, um, that way you don't need validation from anyone. So like, just, just as long as it's true to you and you, you see like the vision mm -hmm. and you see your, if your intentions there, like, this is like, I, when I did the, the I did like a big, big mask giveaway for our, our, our farm workers back in May here in the County. And I took kombucha and everything out like that ended up being funded by like the community, big support from them. And like, it was crazy just cause I thought about it one day and I was like, like no one's looking out for them. This mm -hmm. is bad. Like there's like not taken care of. So I was like, you know what, let me go, let me just do this. And like all the right people showed up. Like mm -hmm. someone helped me make the masks and they were actually like reusable protective. Like that just came out of nowhere. And then like just different people. So I just mm -hmm. think it's just to, just to believe in yourself and, and to not doubt um, your instinct, like to go for something. If it doesn't work, you'll, you'll know why it didn't work, right? It, versus you not implementing it, you'll never know why it would or would not work. Because it could what, be like the thing that works really well. So I think it's just- What helped you like overcome the doubt or what helped you get um, to the place of like- Well, I just- I just, I just need to like, stop doubting myself. <laughs> I just think you gain confidence, right? I think throughout time, like, like when I designed my labels, like, and I got really good feedback on my labels and like design or like the mission or like branding, like, so like little things like that just give me confidence. So I'm like, oh man, like I got something here or like mm -hmm. I'm onto something, but you know, I'm onto, mm -hmm. something. I'm on the right path. Um, or, you know, I just think it's, it's just a journey, right? I think it's just, and it makes you work on yourself. So it really makes you like work on stuff that you've been putting off like internally. So like, I think mm -hmm. it's just, so like the doubt really comes from, not knowing so i think it's just like if you really feel that bad about something is to go educate yourself and try mm -hmm. to apply that knowledge so you're like don't feel like you know like you're scared of taking a test if you're not ready for it you know what i mean like so you're just always trying to be prepared and educate yourself um i think that's important um something else too is to to reach out for reach out more aggressively for mentors mm -hmm. when i started out um right now i have someone that i could call like an advisor slash mentor um it's been like it's, it hasn't been that long to be honest but it's been it's been very 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 different having someone in your corner mm -hmm. uh and then having someone that that provides you like with this crazy like access to like people mm -hmm. you know what i mean like to to have like a warm handoff to different things um i think that's something that you you can't not have enough enough of like having a mentor, having someone that's already been through the struggles that you've been through, like, mm -hmm. like, um, yeah, just kind of teaching you the way. Cause you know, you're not going to know everything. Um, and also kind of like learning from their experience. So you don't have to learn yourself. You know what I mean? There's still things you learn, yeah. but I think it's just like, if that lesson could have not cost you X amount of money or, or a headache or a stress, you know, like, I think it's just understanding all those different things or, um, how to like acquire or look for talent. You know, like, like there's people that have been through this a long time. So yeah, um, building so a team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mentor, I think mentorship is huge. Uh, and I think something that I started doing during quarantine very, very heavily.
Um, I reached out to a lot of different people, got, got called back from some people, some people didn't, but I got some good advice from the people that did. And um, it's, it's nice to have people in your corner, like I said, and just support you. So mentors for sure. Yeah, so important. I don't think that we realize how important that it, it is, you know, and mm-hmm. how much value they add to our lives. Oh, yeah. It's, it's important. And, so, and those relationships are strong, too, just because um, during an entrepreneurial um, like journey, it's not, not everyone relates to the conversations you want to have. Um, and, I, and that's not saying that's so and, true. And, and I'm not saying like turn off sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, everyone has their own thing. Right. And I'm always like, and there's always something you learn from everyone. So like, I always try to do my best to be present and listen because there's always something there. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but in terms of like of the entrepreneurial side, right. Like sometimes you, you know, they're like, you know, why wouldn't you do this or why this or why not? Or this. And it's just like, it's sometimes it's like, it's hard to have some of those conversations with individuals that haven't like, um, pursued it or done it themselves or like or or have like no background in it so like mm-hmm. or like at least understand right like man i'm going through i'm having like a creative block right now like why do i have a creative block and people can help you sometimes there's people that help you work through that because they've experienced it multiple times yeah or like or strategy like strategy is huge so like so like being able to understand like what goes into like proper strategy and planning and but that's, it's good to have good people in your corner. Yeah. And again, it goes back to if there aren't people in your circle or your friends or, you know, you're not all doing that, then it's hard to find. But still very important. So it's important for all of us to go out and find them. And yeah. Yeah. And I think honestly, like for me, it's been a blessing too. just, and I kind of going back to like, why I started or why it's working or whatever, right? Or like, what would I would do differently? It's just stick to your guns and just trust your, trust what you're creating. Not everything's always going to work, but yeah, it's going to take you somewhere, right? It's going to give you like an extra step somewhere. It doesn't matter if it's backwards or, or frontwards, like you're going to be able to move somewhere versus staying still. Yeah. Um, and that's easier said than done, right? <laughs> but, but I think what's helped me is to stay authentic to why I created this and like, what value I really wanted to bring into like, not only the market, but to people. Right. Um, because nothing moves without people. Like, so it's like, I make sure to put people over profit every time. Like that's not a question. Um, and just having integrity in like what you do in your, your business. Um, and creating a business is so like, to me, it's like, it's been like a great journey because like lead with love and door conquer and inspire, like all that stuff was pulled for me right? Like it was my, it's my own unique journey, but now it's a brand, right? So like your journey is different from mine, but you also have something to express and give to the world, right? Like we all have our own like gems or like different like advice or different wisdom that we we provide for each other. So that's Mm -hmm. why I like, like, that's why I love podcasts and things like you do and things like that because everyone's story is so unique. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's very similar. We're all just on this path to like, find our higher selves and like mm-hmm. achieve and like for yeah, me like, like i want to be a authenticity yeah, be authentic yeah. to our true yeah. self yeah so like just doing that and for me i want to be able to create a platform where i could bring people on board that deserve an opportunity or didn't have opportunity but i could give them wisdom or like advice to to go to do their own thing 
And like where I grew up from, Lord no, I would never thought in my life that I would be owning a beverage company that's health-based, like never mm-hmm. in a million years. If you would have told me this, like when I was in high school, that would have never made sense. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so like, it, I think that journey in, is, is in itself is pretty cool because um, like I said, I grew up in the hood in Stockton, like that, that doesn't make sense. So like, it's, it's, it's so like, even that just showing people that you could do other things besides just stay here and do different things. There's like a lot more to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of themes that you, that you keep repeating is um, accessibility. So mm-hmm. like creating accessibility, um, being authentic. And if we're authentic, then that helps to eliminate, you know, our doubt and needing to consistently validate or find validation um, which will make things easier and smoother for us if, you know, if we're being authentic to ourselves, you know, like those yeah. ideas that we get, they're not like just, oh, I just happened to get an idea, you know, like we get them on purpose, you know, they were supposed yeah. to go through with them, mm-hmm. follow through with yeah. them and share them yeah, with the world. Exactly. And then, yeah. And sometimes that's hard. Sometimes you're like, oh, that's it's a great so idea, hard. but I don't have the resources. It's like, I think like, you know, I get stuck on that too sometimes, but it's like, I think, I think the goal of that is to figure out, not ask like, oh, I don't have it. So I shut it down. It's more of like, how do I build it? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I get there? Yeah. You know, like, you know, like I've been bootstrapping the company since day one. Um, I haven't like, I've like done like pitch events or like done where I pitch my business for like cash and things mm-hmm. like that. But I haven't went out and seek like investment or anything yet. Mm-hmm. Just because a lot of the stuff I studied or like the people that I admire or like businesses that I've like admired are like the ones that have been able to create a different, um, different business model that incorporates mm-hmm. ownership mm-hmm. and like, and like people like interaction. Like, so it's like, like, how do I create partnerships versus like an investment? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like how do we work together versus like you taking my, my business mm-hmm. um, or like, or something like that. Um, just because, especially as someone of a person of color, like I think it's easier, like for me, I've always something in the back of my head and I have no problem doing this, but like I'm in it for the long game. Like mm-hmm. I'm not in it for like quick money. And I think that's the difference between like getting, starting a business that's like purpose rooted versus like something that's just for quick cash. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm yeah. in it for the long game. So I'm not going to like sell out my business for like short cash. That's so, why it's so, so important to understand why you're doing it, what's the purpose yeah. of your business, because a lot of those corporations or businesses, their purpose is to make a profit or reach mm-hmm. a specific amount of profit in a specific amount of time, and then they get out and they close, and that's it. They fulfill their purpose. But which which is you know everyone it's has fine. Their own, it's fine. Yeah. That's you know that's what it is. But but, but for, but for, for me it's. But, yeah, but your purpose, like you're saying, is more value-driven and more uh, community-based. Yeah, because yeah. um, there's so much you could do. I think that's the beautiful part of business is that you could create so many cool things. Um, yeah. And really, like, like, there's no limit. It's just, like, figuring out how, to, how it works. Like, yeah, there's been a lot of cool stuff created. Like, people, like, you know, you think about different things. Like, at some point in the world we didn't have lamps because electricity wasn't a thing and people didn't think that would ever exist until one person just made it happen so like it's just it's cool stories like that you hear and it makes you think like oh okay cool like we got this far like you know like what's next you know you know so for me the the invention that trips me up that kind of really helps to put things in perspective for me is that like a pencil was once 
a technological tool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when I think about that, I'm like, holy shit. Like, can we imagine what the world was like before they invented a pencil? <laughs> like, you know, like, and that's, if we are able to really like take ourselves out of mm-hmm. our perspective and really think about things in like such a really really like bigger bigger way that has no possibilities i mean that has endless possibilities what i meant is has no limits um yeah. we just start thinking about things differently and we start seeing things differently yeah. and um it's almost like things start coming to us i don't mm-hmm. know if you've noticed that but like mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's yeah. true. It's very true. I I think um, like I, I would have never thought like after a year or so like I'd get like I'm not I'm not where I want to be in terms of like certain goals, but like like obviously it's like a journey, and I've been like just enjoying it because like it's crazy to think only like a year or so in like of active business, like to get some of these opportunities, like to be invited like on your podcast or things like that, like. It's crazy because you don't like in my head. I'm like, all right, I know I'm gonna have to like tough it out for X amount of years. Like, to, like statistically, that's what it takes, you know. Like, so, but like being able to <laughs> being able to do so many cool things already um, and be invited to things just just because people believe in the mission and also like mm-hmm. just genuinely love the product. And I think one thing that's been so cool is that people that hate kombucha love my kombucha. Mm. Like people that don't normally drink it drink mine. Um, and people have done so many cool things with them already, like just organically, like people make like cocktails with it, like they do all types of stuff. Like it's 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 fun to see and just what they use it for and transform it. I've had people that have ordered it during this quarantine for like, um, so I do like local delivery, like I do deliveries right now. So I pivoted to direct to consumer like delivery. So it's like safe, contactless, um, and then, you know, free delivery in a certain range. And then from there, you know, I'll, I'll adjust depending on where people live. But um, there's been like people that literally just order it as like a, a, a like a reminder to people that hey I'm thinking about you hope you're doing well here's like a a, a more kombucha bottle to make you feel like like some love oh that's so, so nice so so like it's been cool how people use it um, it's like instead people, of thinking of you flower bouquet it's thinking of you a more kombucha a more, <laughs> yeah yeah so it's it's been that's it's cool. been cool. Yeah, it's been a really good journey and it just kind of reminds you of like why you started it. So like it's, and it, people love it. So um, yeah, so I think it's been, um, it's been, it's a really quarantine, like the whole like shutdown and COVID and obviously all the other stuff going on in the world, with, like the injustices and things like that. Um, I've just used it, use it as a vessel, as communication to remind people like to, to endure. And, and like the word amor to me, like that's the reason why I chose it was not only why, like, it means love, right? And then also, like, it's easy to understand for anyone reading it. Uh, but Amor to me is, like, yeah, it's, like, unconditionally, like, sacrificing statements with something. And you know you love it throughout the process. And just understanding that it's bigger. And sometimes you can't understand it. But, like, Amor is always going to be there. And at the end of the day, that's, that's all what we're seeking for. Like, I'm a mm-hmm. big believer of, like, there's only being two emotions, like, love and fear like mm-hmm. if you love no, if you live yeah. if you live in love like it's a different space versus yeah. like living in fear and like that's what causes like you know like anxiety and things like that right yeah like, i know, totally right? believe that 100 percent. yeah so everything stems from that so like yeah for me like growing up where i'm from like i think like, i had like this journey of like i don't know what i you know was going through or things like that like i had my own like um 
mental health issues and things like that. But I think at the end of the day, the root of it is like you're searching for like this, like this like thing rooted in love. Like what was I missing? Did I not, was I not told that I someone loved me back in the day? Like I needed to hear that as a kid. So like, I just think it always comes down to like, like just love, right? So like, how do I bring that about to people and just like carry that in a bottle? So when you open it, you feel that. Yeah. So like, yeah, so like on my bottle on the label, I put it's like the fuel for those that lead with love and that it is the elixir that will help you endure and conquer and inspire with amor. So mm. it's like something that's a reminder. Oh, um, that's so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, and also I was thinking about this before, like I said, or overthink yeah. things. No, yeah. Is that like the amor in kombucha is also like the self love, you know, that you're yeah. giving to yourself. Like we exactly. need all of those things in our bodies. Mm-hmm. Um you know invest in self. to endure yeah. you know just life yeah. <laughs> to staying yeah. alive right <laughs> yeah especially now yeah for sure yeah 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 i think that's a big piece of it too it's like we spend money or you know just if you talk about like the actual like investing in yourself in that sense like we spend money on so many different things right it, like you could spare a few a few bucks to treat yourself you know what i mean like that's like something you could just you know like everybody has their own self-care things or to do maybe it's a date night or like a movie or something but like uh yeah for me like so a lot of people love it they enjoy it um yeah so yeah. self care is a big thing for sure especially now you got to take care of yourself yeah so if you had no constraints would you start another business ha <laughs> yeah i would um, uh, what, what was that like you don't believe that you're answering no, yes or <laughs> no 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 just i'm laughing because my uh my partner ruby she always be like babe you got to do this first and i'm like yeah i know i know but i have like a, i have a notebook like we're full of ideas um because because i honestly i didn't i wasn't a big but like when people would tell me like oh once the entrepreneur bug bites you like it really bites you and you do, you're not the same afterwards and i'm just like okay i didn't pay too much mind to it then I got deeper and deeper in the game. And then I like, you know, <laughs> and I still have like a nine to five job. I started back in March. I started working virtually just because I didn't know how this pandemic was going to be. Right. So, mm-hmm. so like the, the work I do is I love the work I do. We're, uh, we're able to support students and things, but it's interesting how, you know, you see things differently. Like, like, mm-hmm. like I definitely got bit by that. Like I have so many different ideas um but for sure like some of them involve tech some of them involve health uh but more on like a tech side um um yeah it's just so many different things like marketing ideas you know just like so many different things like i love like um like clothing too so mm-hmm. like because i could use like you can use marketing heavy like clothing is marketing mm-hmm. so yeah. like so like mm-hmm. so like i love so yeah any any capacity where i just love to create so mm-hmm. um, express expressions yeah yeah and I, and I do that that's what i do mostly for the for my my job my, my job's like outreach officer slash like marketing slash like social media slash like virtual outreach so i do everything i all i do is create so so like it's a it's a fun thing to do but it's it's tough sometimes but it's it's a uh, it's fun so something around the creative space probably i i, I learned that i love to like get things going so like mm-hmm. I don't know what that yeah just the, the beginning stage of identifying who you are as a brand or as a company or things like that so that's that's fun. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should come on board with me and become a business strategist then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. 
Um, so tell us all of your flavors that yeah. you have, um, yeah. or maybe some that you may come out in the future, or yeah. maybe some experiments that didn't turn out that well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll give you some of those. There's a lot of those. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Um, I'll tell you some funny stories. Um, so, yeah. So, first, um, so I have a core line. Uh, so, it's four flavors. Mm -hmm. um, so, the first one is, uh, I think, is like, a, I think it was like, yeah, it was our first, first like, official flavor. So, it's, a, it's, a, it's organic, fair trade, jasmine green tea, and that's it. So, we use a super high quality jasmine green tea. And the, 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 na the name of the flavor is called Eterno, mm, right? Mm -hmm. So another marketing scheme, but also it has meaning to it. So Amor Eterno, right? Mm -hmm. So there's, there's a lot of music that goes into that. So people always like tag that song when mm -hmm. they repost it and stuff. So, mm -hmm. so that, but the reason why it's, it's a super good flavor, nice, light, mellow, and crisp. So like if people never had kombucha, they love this one just because it's so light and refreshing and crisp. And it gives you like still the smell of the jasmine flower. Mm -hmm. so it's like a really nice, nice, enjoyable drink. Um, but the word jasmine, I found out like the root word of that is eternal love from somehow. I forgot where I found it, like when we were looking up for names. So I'm like, love. Oh, cool. Like eternal love. So I'll just call it eterno. So mm -hmm. that's how I came up with that. Um, the next flavor I have is in one of my favorites. I always go back to it. Um, is uh, Como La Flor. Mm -hmm. so once again, music, right? Selena, very popular. So, but the flavor is hibiscus, lavender, and rose. So it's all flowers. Mm -hmm. So all organic flowers. So like they're, you know, like Jamaica. So like is this the, the main flavor is Jamaica. So the hibiscus. So, but all together, it's a really, really cool drink. Cause I like to call it like a bouquet in a bottle. Mm -hmm. Like you talked about like, cause it really smells really nice and flowery. Like mm -hmm. that, once you open it. The taste is really, really good, really refreshing, smooth, a little bitter because of the flowers, but it's really tasty. Um, but the all three of those flavors work really well together for anxiety, stress, uh, blood flow. Um, there's no caffeine, mm -hmm. so you could enjoy it any time of the day. Some people are more caffeine sensitive, so I wanted mm -hmm. to create something that was uh, able to, you know, someone's like, oh, I don't drink caffeine. Cool, I got something for you. Mm -hmm. You know, here's enjoy this. And it goes great. And this is one random thing that I found out about this flavor. If you're eating really spicy food and enchilastes or like you it got too much, that flavor will take it away. It's crazy. It's weird. Well, I, don't know I, I mean, work. why do you think we drink agua de jamaica when you're That's eating true. That's true. Tacos but I remember the first time it took it away for real. And I was like, oh, this is good. That's why I forgot about that. So, yeah, you're right. You're right. That's true. So, so now I have a kombucha version of that. And then um, the other one is, uh, I call it, we call it piñata. So it's a jasmine green tea based with pineapple, ginger, and turmeric. So it's mm. really good anti-inflammatory, very tasty. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really popular because ginger is like a really popular flavor in kombucha. So it has the ginger in there and it's really, really tasty. Uh, really good with like, if you people like mimosas, it's really good with, uh, we call them booch mosas. So instead of orange juice, so instead of adding more sugar into your, your champagne or your Prosecco or whatever, add in splash of the pineapple, ginger, turmeric, it comes out amazing. Mm. Um, and kombucha is really good at helping you detox your liver too so mm. it gets rid of the, the bad stuff um, then the last flavor the part of the core line is uh, the salute which is a tamarindo chaga so it's really tasty um, mm. you know tamarindo is really good not not used enough in my opinion uh, really nice flavor a um, little bit sour sweet so it's really good um, 
one that I'm actually about to stop making because it's almost in the summer is uh, I made a mango flavor that's a seasonal. Mm-hmm. So it's I used a white tea with um, with uh, organic mango, and then I added a bunch of other stuff in there. Like uh, there's a thing called acerola cherry, camu camu. So there's mm-hmm. some ingredients mm-hmm. that's like really really high in vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Um, so once again, intentional about why it was very strong for immune system, especially mm-hmm. during the summer. And I like we had this second wave, and people are you know so just something to kind of give you a lot more bang for your buck. Mm-hmm. So I did that really really that was really popular mango we taste amazing in the summer um and then uh something that i have coming up again in the fall i did it last year for a little bit but this time i'll make it like a fall seasonal like mm-hmm. fall winter mm-hmm. is um i call it gracias so it's, it's to to pay like it's like a gratitude season to me mm-hmm. but like so like so it's a black tea as well like an earl gray tea then i add in uh uh mulling spices so kind of like give you like that nice mm-hmm. wood, like winter feel. Like cinnamon, it warms up, yep. cardamom and all that stuff. Cardamom, um, mm-hmm. uh, and then um, then I add pomegranate. So it's like a spiced mm. pomegranate. Super good. Uh, so it's really tasty. And I also add in uh, ashwagandha root. Like mm. and stuff like that. Yeah. It's really good for stress. Yeah, I take that knows, every day. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So a lot of people, like I like, I know people stress during the holidays more than anything. So mm-hmm. like I put in that intentionally to to kind of adjust some of that stress and also make you feel a little warmer inside when it's cold. So it's still like a cold drink, but it still warms you up. It's, it's a trip because of the spices. So it's really good. Um, but uh, other, so stuff that hasn't went so well, like flavor wise, man, I, I've tried to mix up some weird stuff just to see how it tastes. <laughs> uh, something that was super good. It just hasn't came out. I don't know if I'll launch it, but it was like super small batch I made is like, um, like passion fruit, with, with like strawberry or like dragon fruit with some stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been like some weird experiments. Like I mix like stuff that I thought was going to taste good, but it really didn't taste all so well was like the formula flor base, but I added like strawberry that didn't mm-hmm. come out too good. Mm-hmm. But you know, it sounds good, but it's not that good. It wasn't it turned out so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just there's a bunch of them. There's a lot of flavors I want to still play with um, and experiment with. Uh, one, one that I really want to get down um, is like a replacement for coca-cola or like pepsi to mm. make it like a to make like a healthy version of that yeah because um, you could get like the go-to cola like to make it taste like it but yeah i want to get that one down so it's to to like not drink a soda ever again so what would be the base for that like syrup i mean what what no. is it like so what? well they they make it with syrup it's, for sure it's but, molasses but you, right like isn't yeah, that like the like the stripped sugar. down but it's yeah. sugar right but the stripped yeah. down like what is the base so I mean, there's stuff the there's stuff out there is like com- chemicals and all kinds of stuff yeah. but yeah. For, but yeah there's a bunch of stuff you could play with there's people out there that have done like some stuff um but i kind of want to make my own version of it so i'm still experimenting yeah just, that just would be it, amazing yeah if you ever need taste testers let me yeah, know for sure yeah <laughs> and there's some there's some really cool stuff out there i haven't made it bigger yet but there's another uh beverage called jun so it's like um it's like kombucha, but instead of organic cane sugar to start the fermentation process, you use uh, raw honey. Mm. So it's very similar, except it has a honey base. So you're always mm-hmm. going to get the scents, the notes of honey. And it's only mm-hmm. made with green, green tea. So mm-hmm. it's really, really, really good, too. So that's something that to look forward to in the future, hopefully. So thank you so much for sharing all of your all of your flavors <laughs> and experiments, yeah, yeah, no <laughs> but thank oh, you yeah. so much for taking the time and sharing your story and um, your journey. Um, yeah. 
Thanks for having me on. I'm really, really, really happy you're doing this. This is really, really important, especially for our community. And um, I just, I really wish you lived closer so I could just go pick it up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I'm, work, I'm working on hey, that. Working on that. Um, so, yeah, I'm working hard on the, being able to expand it um, and grow it. I know and you will. Yeah, you definitely yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. So where so, can people find you? What's your website? Or do you have a website currently? I, I, so I do have a website. It's amorkombucha.com, but it's currently being worked on. So it looks like it's down. So, but I'm, I'm working on uh, uh, revamping it and adding some updates. So someone's helping with that. Hopefully that'll be up soon. Um, and then Are you I'm on shooting... social media? Yes. What's the best so, way to contact you? Yeah. So all platforms, I think the most heavily used one is Instagram. It's been the most popular. Um, so it's Amor Kombucha on all platforms. So A-M-O-R-K-O-M-B-U-C-H-A. So, so Facebook, Instagram, Kombucha. Yep. Twitter. Twitter. Yep. All that good stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm really happy for you. Um, I just like, I can see your path moving forward, how it's just going to like get better and better for you and for the community around you and for all of us too. (laughs) And thank you for caring for our health. Thank you. Oh, no, I'm, you know, it's been a blessing and this wouldn't happen without people like you supporting. So I'm grateful just to be able to do this stuff every day for sure. And it, it's only the first thing to come. There's a bunch of other ideas in the pipeline, but we got to establish the, the kombucha everywhere and then we'll go from there. Amor kombucha worldwide. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, that's, I like to say is uh, part of my last like marketing campaign was face the world with amor. So, mm. so just encouraging people to do that. So however they, they feel fit. So everyone listening, go face the world with amor. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Relate and Elevate. Find me on Instagram at Giselle's World and on Facebook at GM Strategist. Make sure to visit my website, GiselleMartin.com and please, please rate, review and subscribe to this podcast. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye.